Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about finding your inner courage. Are you ready to change something in your life? Perhaps you want to change how you do your business or how people treat you in your personal life, or perhaps you're just looking for a mix of like check all boxes. I want change, Denise. If so, listen to this episode. I've got five steps to help you get yourself in that direction, minus the fear, minus the uncertainty, and minus the excuses. If you want part of that action, stay tuned after this short break and we will get straight to it. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. I know that you can be at a whole bunch of other places, but you're here enjoying this time of personal development and reflection and discovery. If this is your very first time listening, make sure that you hit the subscribe button, follow button, wherever that button is. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you can get access to that immediately. And for those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, thank you so much. Make sure you share this podcast with someone else. Sharing is caring, by the way. (laughs) That way we can grow this podcast, we can grow this community, and we can get some more interesting conversations. I've always enjoyed listening to some of you guys' questions and sharing some ideas on this format, and I just want to continue that conversation going. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just for introverts, it's for anyone who wants to make a shift in their business or their life or perhaps both. How often do we say that we want to make change, but we rarely make the effort to do it, but not you. You are a person who is encouraged and inspired and not just yourself and your abilities, but the impact that you know that you can change within your community. So I want to thank you so much for stepping up to the plate and being the change agent that so many people are looking for. Today's episode is a snippet of my course, Amazing Attitude, Amazing Attitude, a 21-day program where I hop into your inbox and talk with you in a very deep and personal manner about things that may have been troubling you or unresolved issues, or perhaps you just want to up your game in one or more areas of your life. Amazing Attitude is a great resource. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes below so that you can access this. Before I kind of talk about this whole inner courage thing, I had a very interesting conversation a a couple of months ago with a, a client and she was having some serious staffing issues. So much so that it was literally impacting her bottom line and causing a lot of strife and turbulence and ruining the way clients were interfacing with her and her her business. And we had a conversation and I said, this has got to change. Otherwise, you're going to be out running out of business because you can't afford any more financial hits, any more disasters, any more issues. And she hemmed and she hawed. And we both knew that I was saying the truth. And in a moment, she said, I'm just so afraid to lose them. And when we talk about inner courage, and we talk about this whole issue of I want to make a change, what stops most people 99% of the time, and I include myself into the mix as I reflect and think about certain things that I have experienced and I have struggled with, was this whole idea of I'm going to lose someone. 
I'm fearful of how they react. I'm fearful of what's going to happen next. Even though I know that the way that I've been interacting with these people, or heck, even myself, has been detrimental, dysfunctional, and a deterrent to my goals or dreams, or your goals or dreams. So I just want to sit here and say that you are not alone in the idea of, I fear change because I fear how people react. We as human beings, we are people that thrive on connections and community. And if we don't feel connected with people, it feels as if there's a part of us that's getting ripped out from the inside. And it is hard to face up and own your part of the struggle when it could totally disrupt years of patterns and years of habits and what you expect and what they expect from you by you saying something has to pivot. So for a lot of us, that's just the elephant of the room that just needs to be discussed before we get into anything else that acknowledge the fact that your feelings of maintaining close connections, even if it's causing problems right now, is understandable, okay? I myself have thought about so many interactions with jobs and boyfriends and, oh my goodness, so many situations where I kept that dysfunctional train moving for years because the reality was I did not want to lose them. But when I thought about it, when I really got honest with myself, I realized that I didn't have any quality relationship. If I had to hide my feelings, if I had to feel fearful that I wouldn't be accepted, if I had to sit there and lament about all the things that just went wrong. So this first step that we're going to talk about, this inner courage, it starts with you, but we're not having any shame or blame. I'm going to repeat that again. There's no shame or blame allowed here. If we want to step into the person that we are designed to be, that we are created to be, come to be that change agent in your family or with your partner or with your job or with your career, or wherever you're interacting in your community, it cannot start from this attitude of, I suck, this is impossible, it's blah, blah, blah's fault, any of that negative energy. Because here's the thing, and this is why it's so important that you're that you get really dialed into this conversation if you need to make sure that you're grabbing a pen or paper or something to write with and need be just go ahead and just replay this podcast again because I really want what I, what I'm saying right now to really sink into your mind is that the shame and the blame and all of this negative energy is hindering you from possibilities. There is no way. You could be thinking about anything positive shrouded in negative energy. I remember for the longest time, the absolute longest time, I I have always struggled <laughs> with relating with certain family members. And if I had to be totally honest with you, totally transparent with you, part of the reason was I always had the shroud of blaming and persecution and saying, they caused me this problem. They caused me this this strife. They didn't teach me this. And on and on and on and on. Now, as a grown woman, right, who has her own family, who has her own responsibilities, who has her own obligations, 
I think the statute of limitations of blaming my family members for things that happened 20 plus years ago have expired. Now, we can't sit and wave a magic wand in a race. What has happened? Never going to take away if you have experienced wrongs or hurts or any types of dysfunction in your family. We're not erasing any of it. But we are doing is put it into context, right? And that means owning up to maybe any part that we have contributed to the situation. Maybe understanding the fact that maybe they were less of a predator, less of some malcontent, and more of a confused person who was just as ill-equipped as you were in that same circumstance. And when you allow yourself to humanize not just yourself but the other person, and there's no shame and no blame and no criticism, and just a humble reflection of it, it takes away the sting. It takes away the the... The guilt, it takes away all the energy that could be used for your transformation, for whatever endeavor that you wish to embark on right now. I myself, I have to catch myself because I, look, even though I'm a coach, (laughs) even though I have mentored hundreds of people, I still struggle with that issue from time to time because as human beings, it's so easy, especially in Western culture today, to become a victim. And there is no victory with a victim mindset. And if you want to achieve, if you want to get to that next level, There is no space and there's no room whatsoever, not even iota of it, of becoming anything less than the overcomer that you are. And I want you to make sure that you take that into your heart, soak it up in and believe it. I have some, I remember I was talking to this one former client a while back ago and she was asking me about one of my programs and she said, well, how often should I retake the course? I know I paid for it, whatever. And I said, you need to take it until the, what I say is internalized, right? If you have a habit of blaming and being angry and malcontent and feeling as if everyone's doing you wrong and you know that something's off in your head and you know that it's causing so many problems, right? Now is the time. You take that same energy because you've got it and see if you can transform it to shedding light as to how you are able to make differences in not just your life but your relationship. I would encourage you to just think about, A, how you have contributed in your own way, what you've learned from it, and how you're going to be able to use this for the good of others, okay? And I talk much more in detail and Amazing Attitude about how to do that, but that's just kind of an overview for, for number one. Now, lesson number two is I want you to own up to your strengths and weaknesses. I, <laughs> one of the, I remember, you know, when I first got out of college, well, many years ago, <laughs> and one of the things that they, the tips about how to interview is when somebody asks you what's your your strengths, right? You say, well, to be honest with you, my strengths are the same thing as my weaknesses. I think about so many people who 
are very ambitious and driven and accomplished. I'm thinking about Oprah Winfrey and Elon Musk and so many of these celebrities. And they were so driven. They were so passionate that it literally caused them to not be able to have quality relationships with their families or not being as close to certain people because of that passion, the same passion that drove them to achieve. It was the same things that caused them to be dysfunctional in other areas of their life. There's no other way to say that. Now, working with a coach like me, you can help, you know, smooth out the rough edges and kind of get some more harmony and balance. But I want you to be able to be having a clear assessment, you know, have a sheet of paper. And this is not something that is a one and done thing. Different seasons of your life, different experiences, different things that you learn about yourself, about your situation can cause your analysis of strengths and weaknesses to change. So don't think as you're thinking about writing down all your strengths and your weaknesses, that this is set in stone, that you can never shift from one area to the night. I One of the things that I always put as a weakness for the longest time about five years ago was I just could not write worth anything. I, I literally wrote procedural manuals and I did that for many years. And I remember when I first got into the private space of just doing private consulting and coaching, I literally wrote like one of the manuals that I wrote. And I remember I would ask my husband all the time as he he was my editor, <laughs> proofreader, grammatician, everything wrapped in, up in one. And I would just ask him, hey, can you please review some of the stuff? And he always said, meh, meh. It's this rating, not good, not bad, but meh. And I realized part of the reason behind that was because I needed more work within myself, within my own personal development, so that I can be able to tap into my emotions, so I can clearly articulate in a way that can bring about a deeper connection with my reader, right? So I took what a weakness was and it became a strength, but it only came through my desire to become more vulnerable with others. Now, I want you to have that idea as you write down your weaknesses and say, hey, look, you know, this is not static. Things my shift. And I'm just doing the assessment, not digging in deep and trying to shame myself. Remember, we talked about the beginning of our time with one another. No shame, no blame. All right. We're just taking inventory. There's no way you can start making steps in the right direction while not being clear as to what you start. I One of the things that always makes me so tickled pink in the last 10 or so years is navigational system. I remember getting my first Garmin and and being able to not having to look at my Randall McNally <laughs> like hand map, right? Or print out something from MapQuest. And now I'm starting to date myself. But it was something very interesting about any of this this technology and all this stuff about how to get directions. They always ask you, where are you starting from? So this whole point of this weakness and the strength is coming from the area of where are you starting from? Where are you coming from? You don't know where you're going to if you don't know where you're coming from. And based on where you are right now, will dictate a certain a direction that varies. Someone who's trying to go to Washington, D.C. is going to take a completely different trip from someone who's coming from Naples, Florida versus someone who lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm just giving U.S.-based 
references. I know that some of you are. Let's just think about Europe. If you want to go to Florence, Italy, right? It's going to be a completely different road trip from someone who's coming from Brussels or someone who is traveling from Athens, Greece, right? Completely different set of direction, completely different set of things that they need to be aware of. So I want to ask you, do you know where you're coming from? Do you know what your starting point is? I know Amazing Ads, you talk some more about that. But for the purposes of our time with one another, it's just something that I want you to think about. And it's coming from an area of information. It's coming from being inquisitive. It's coming from a place of just seeking knowledge. Okay? Now let's move on to number three of my five-step plan. is to become your best advocate. I cannot tell you how many times that I have spoken with other people and different capacities, and they basically say, I don't have any support from my family or my friends or my community or for some uh, some people have told me because of their gender, their ethnicity or their culture or their religious background or whatever you know reason, I don't have anyone supporting me. Therefore, I don't feel as if this is worth doing because I don't have someone help propping me up. And if I do say something about what my endeavors or what I want to do, I've been thrown negative ideas. I can't tell you how many times I didn't start anything with my own business for years because I was waiting for family members to encourage me. I was waiting for people who were not entrepreneurs to give me entrepreneurial advice. When when I think about it now, that sounds absolutely preposterous. Like, why are you waiting for people who have never invested skin in the game in their own business to give you entrepreneurial advice? Like, that, that sounds ridiculous to me now, but that's where I was. That was my mindset. I was literally waiting for someone to give me that push, to give me my that incentive so that I could go for it. But I want to tell you right now, I know that you're listening to me and I know you're being encouraged and inspired by me, but the reality is you're number one cheerleader, you're Superman, you're Superwoman, you're whatever, how you want to call yourself is you, okay? It's you. And as much as I would love to pour in so much love and support into you, if you don't believe in you, nothing else is going to happen. I'm not going to be the one who's going to be telling you, to launch your website or send out that email or whatever you need to be doing for your business because everybody has different types of businesses and different types of plans whatever it's just this idea of if you're looking for someone to be your butt kicker you're doomed to fail you're absolutely doomed to fail now i know that there are lots of agencies that literally have full service in terms of providing marketing, providing advertising, providing consulting. Like, well, there's so many different things. But I've never seen anyone who's tried to run a business with outsourcing everything, including how business to be run to be successful. I remember talking with a client a while back ago, and she was telling me that this is before she started her own business, that she was working for somebody who had a business but it wasn't really a business. It was just more or less a glorified hobby that she was spending thousands of dollars on. And she was an employee for this particular 
business owner and she was never there. She wasn't present. No decisions were really being made because she never really took it seriously. And she was always relying on all the employees to just more or less give her instructions. And surprise, surprise, the business folded within five years right? Or I don't even know exactly how many years, but it wasn't a long time. That's the point I'm trying to make. And the part of the reason was there was no ownership. So I want you to be your best advocate. I want you to be the person who stands up and say, you know what? I run this. This is mine. If you want to take ownership of how you want to treat your family members, taking ownership about your business, taking ownership about the direction of your career, taking ownership about your your health and your weight or whatever that you are struggling with. I want you to stand up, stand strong, chest back, chin up, right? Shoulders back and just say, look, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to take what I'm struggling with and take the drama and take the stress and take the frustration and take all that stuff that has kept me scared and afraid and limited, right? And saying, I got this. And if you need to stare at the mirror and say 20 times in a row, I got this, that's what you need to do, okay? Which actually brings me into step four is no matter what, no matter what. And so let me explain what I mean by no matter what. There comes a point in your personal or your business or just whatever, where you just wake up and you're just like, I, I'm tired. I'm done. When, about a decade or so ago, I first heard this beautiful, beautiful song from Chrisette Michelle Cohen saying that epiphany. And it's a song of a young woman and she's living with her boyfriend. And after all this amount of time of her boyfriend just going out and partying and maybe coming back the next day or smelling weird from whatever he was doing or what's going on, she said the the next night, the next day after he came back from his party or whatever he's doing, instead of wondering and asking questions, she said, she kissed his cheek and says, uh, I, I'm leaving. It's over. And I'm not wondering or thinking about how you're feeling or how, how you're processing it. I'm over. You need to have that spot in your mind where you say to yourself, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm just done. And it's not a drama. It's not a spectacle where you're screaming and yelling or being passive aggressive and trying to spite them underhandedly and all that other stuff. We're going to save all that soap opera reality to TV show and park that to the side, right? Let those people do all that insanity things. But you're just saying, you know what? No matter what you do or say, I'm about to make this decision. And you have to be 100% at peace with what's going to go down next. And I know for some of you guys, the reason why you haven't made any changes, the reason why you haven't reached out, the reason why you haven't done certain things is because you were so afraid of the reaction of people. But here's the thing. Most people are just as afraid as you, if not worse, right? They're just afraid. That's why they're settling for mediocrity. That's why they're going for the same old conflicts over and over again. That's why they're not making any big changes is because of fear. But that's not you. 
darling. You want more for yourself. You want more for your life. You want more for your future. And that involves you making it no matter what, no matter what you say, no matter what the stock market says, no matter what blah, blah, blah does, no matter, you know, I'm going to make this happen. In fact, as I'm talking out loud, I'm going to be making some notes in my own business journal about things I want to happen no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. And there's no drama and there's no excuses and there's no pity party. How many times have you heard people say, I'm going to change and do blah, blah, blah. And they said that a month ago. And then the next month they say, yeah, I'm still going to change. And then you ask them what they're doing. And they say, look at you. And they look a little embarrassed and go, none, <laughs> nothing, right? Just a little slang there. And you knew that they were making excuses. And they knew they were making excuses. And after a while, they just stopped talking about it. Because it's just so darn embarrassing. I want you to stop being an embarrassment to yourself. I want you to stop being an embarrassment to what you want to become. That means you need to literally stop with the games. And talk about what's going to happen. And why it's important. And why you're not going to be making any more excuses. Okay, this is not acceptable anymore because you know that things must change. And lastly, let's move on to my last step is find partners who share your vision. I am a huge, huge plan fan <laughs> of partnering with people who dream big and go for their dreams because it just like attitudes are contagious, right? And if you, I'm like, I'm smiling as I'm talking about it because I just think about certain people that I'm just now engaging with and having conversations with. And I yesterday, yesterday literally, I was attending a, a particular event with an organization that I'm, I'm, I'm involved in, and we were talking about ways to pretty up the the powder room and closet and some other organization trips, so how to elevate it. And it, my eyes lit up looking at one of the ladies sharing some visuals to talk about it and certain some other ideas. And that's so cool to be around people who want more. And it's not idle chit chat. It's about this is what I'm doing. This is why I want to do it. Does anyone else have any ideas? Let's go for this. Do you have people in your life that are going for it. You are literally a reflection of the closest three to five people around. And if the, the people who are the closest to you around right now are victims or blamers or psychopaths or complain or whiners or whatever, that's a reflection on you, darling. Some things need a shift. And while we can't change how people behave, we can change how we react to them and what, who we choose to have in our environment. Maybe we need to be distancing ourselves. Maybe we need to be having some conversations that cannot be delayed. I don't know. You know what your circumstances is much better than I do. But I do know this for a fact that if you know it's terrible, if you've been thinking it's been terrible, in other words, it probably is terrible. It's been terrible for a while. And you're not helping anyone, including yourself. Okay. Now, let's kind of recap all the, all the things that we've talked about. First, 
let's just kick off and say that there's no shame. There's no blame allowed at all within this conversation. Because I know the fact that you've been listening to this shows so much inner strength. And that involves you being able to own up to your strengths and weaknesses. Okay? This involves you being your best advocate. Being your own cheerleader. If you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say 20 times a day, I am a champion. I am more than an overcomer. I am capable of doing all these things. That's what you need to do. Okay? And once you decide that you want to make this a change, whatever that looks like, make it a no matter what. We're going to drop the excuses. We're going to drop the drama. We're going to drop the suspense. We're going to drop the all the stuff that has kept us limited and has never helped us then. It ain't helping us now. And it probably won't help us in the future, right? And then lastly is find partners who share your vision. Make sure that the closest three to five people around you know what's up with you and your passions. And we're no longer being a closet entrepreneur. We're no longer going to be a closet weight watch warrior, whatever you want to be. We are going to be surrounded with people who understand us, respect our vision, and are also having bigger plans of their own. Have you been trying to overcome something and have achieved some goal or just in the process? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a voicemail message. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below. Make sure that you include your name in your hometown. That way it can be able to play that message so that other people can be encouraged and inspired. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I enjoy our time with one another. Have any questions, write me at podcast at denisegeetlee.com. Denisegeetlee.com. Well, that is it. Thank you so much. Take care and be awesome.